So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 334. For what's the date today? January 23rd, 2022. My name is Nathan Reeton Spruth, and joining me this week, we are joined again by uh, Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. I'm here. And we are also joined by Andrew Roa McFain. I made it just in time. Yeah, yeah, you were exactly on time. Uh, if, if on time is 10 minutes late. Uh, and of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reeton Spruth. So, uh, Aroa, where can we find you? You can go to aroa.website, where the domain is going to expire in 60 days. Oh, wow. What are you going to do about are you, that? Are you going to pay for it? Yeah. Okay. I, just, I got yeah. the email earlier this morning. Oh, okay. Uh, everybody support Aroa's GoFundMe for the $12 it's going to cost for him to renew his domain. Go fund Aroa. Yeah. Please fund me. Please fund. We need to start. We'll start a site called Please Fund Me. <laughs> uh, and then I'll. I don't need uh, this, but it would be nice. <laughs> that would be that would be awesome. So, Connor, uh, where can we find you? Uh, soon you'll be able to find me at pleasefundme.com, But until then, you should just look at our with that website. All my relevant social media links are there. That's all you need. All right, perfect. And of course, I'm Nathan Reed Spruth. Uh, all my relevant links are there as well, but I like whoring myself just a little bit more. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Reeton. I'm on YouTube at Reeton. Uh, and you'll find me on Twitch Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time uh, on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. So go go there and, and you can have witty commentary while I play 130-hour games. It's great. While we're whoring ourselves out, I would like to quickly mention to everybody at home... Listen to Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. If you're on a Spotify or if you're on an iTunes, go ahead and leave us a five-star review as well. Yeah, that, that's, uh, iTunes, that's... iTunes, you can write a comment as well, which you can't do yeah. on Spotify. So write a comment and if I, you're on iTunes and we'll read it. I guess it's really good for the algorithm if you do that. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't do anything for you. I don't think it affects your viewing at all, but it helps us immensely. It does. It does help us. So... Let's uh, move on, and uh, we'll ask Connor, since I started with the row earlier. Connor, what uh, what games have you played this week? This week I played some Pavlov, and let me tell you, the, the shooter genre in general has a, a bit of a cancer to it right now. And that yeah. is people who use things like Discord to, oh, I died here, let me tell you where everyone is. Oh, Not yeah. Not very fun to play against. Yeah. Uh, so I'm. I, I think I'm. Until they do something, it's, it's like, what do you do about it, though? What what solution does this problem have realistically? So while I ponder that, I'm gonna be hopping around to some other games. I've been playing Final Fantasy XII in my off time. Like, I'll bring that to work on my Switch and I'll play it during my lunch break, kind of in my off time. That's a really good game to be able to just pause and poke up again. I I think there's gonna hit a point where all those issues that I said like a year ago about it are going to creep back up. But until then, it's doing what I need it to do very well. Perfect. Well, I'm happy to hear that. And I know you played Final Fantasy XII 
not long ago. It was like a year and a half or two years ago or something like that. Yeah, the last time I played it was when it came out. Which is like 15 years ago. Yeah, I had the 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 metal case. I got the special edition metal case. And uh, it rusts. Yeah. So that's fun. Anyway, Aroa, what games have you played this week? Uh, well, um, the main thing uh, has actually been Illbleed, a Dreamcast oh. game. I thought you were going to say Don't Shit Your Pants, the epic Flash game, but... N- no, I uh, I failed at that. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, Illbleed uh, is a game on the Dreamcast that is like a an attempt at a survival horror game uh, with an interesting gimmick in that uh, instead of it being like, oh no, there's a zombie, run away from the zombie, it's... Uh, where's the jump scare uh, point out where the jump scare is going to be or else it's going to jump scare you. And oh. if you get hit by the jump scare, you take damage in one of multiple ways. And if any of those ways gets too, too damaged, you, you lose. It's uh, okay. So it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a puzzle game. It seems like. Yeah. Like in a limited way, like some of the jump scares are, are bullshit, which I guess like as they would be, uh, you can also only like detect so many things before your brain juice runs too low to be able to mark things anymore. Um, so you have to be selective about what you're marking. Um, yeah, it like it is still very much a survival horror game, just a very different kind from from what I've ever played before. And like I wasn't completely unfamiliar with the game when I started playing it, but it is very much worth looking at uh even if you just like watch somebody speed run it there there are some really silly things in the game because it does not take itself seriously it is very much leaning into the b movie uh influences of oh. of many many survival horror games yeah but like it, it's typing of the dead and stuff with just it, yeah silly, it yeah. like even Resident Evil in some capacity, like, definitely references older horror movies and, and stuff. And, like, yeah, they, they go hard on that in a lot of ways. Uh, it's great. It's It has, like, almost the same mood as, like, Evil Dead 2, uh, where it is it is ostensibly a horror film, but it is definitely also a comedy horror film. Right. Uh, and I would, I would call it a comedy horror game. Um, Good. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, did you play anything else? Yeah, the the main other thing uh, has been that uh, I've been I've been playing the new Pokemon game that isn't out yet, uh, because I like uh, everyone else on the internet pirated it, um, with and got you know the the leaked copy. Uh, it's good. Like there are a lot of naysayers that I'm seeing on Reddit and on 4chan that are like. No, it's bad because there's no trainer battles and combat isn't as good. But, like, I think as a spin-off game, it does a really great job of bringing in gameplay elements that aren't inherently Pokemon. 
uh, and making the game more appealing to somebody like me who I, I am not, I'm not turned off by the idea of Pokemon just because oh, a little kitty babby game. Um, but I am turned off of Pokemon because it's the same JRPG for the last 20 years. Yeah. Uh, like the combat doesn't, it, the combat isn't changed really all that much, at least in my opinion. Maybe it, maybe it is from somebody who like somehow has been playing every fucking game that, since time immemorial. Uh, but for me, like it, it's just a turn-based RPG uh, in terms of the combat, but then it also has some very light, uh, almost monster huntery uh kind of thing going on where there are there there are pokemon out in the world that can attack you uh without you being in battle with them and i i would like that to be fleshed out more and it doesn't seem like it's going to be but i'm only like five hours in so maybe it will be uh but it, it very much seems kind of split into a stealth Pokemon hunting game uh, where you try to catch Pokemon without them seeing you. Uh, and then if they do see you, you dodge their attacks or you throw a Pokeball at them and, and then you fight them. And then it just turns into regular Pokemon fights. It is kind of cool whenever there are multiple Pokemon all together uh, because then you have to fight all of them or, or run away. Um, like everything just feels very organic in a way that none of the other Pokemons have ever felt to me. Well, that's uh, cool. I, 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 like I don't have it because I'm not a dirty pirate. Yeah, well, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, the Pokemon company and Nintendo can eat my ass, so I they're feel gonna, totally fine with uh, gonna... doing that. They are going to make so much money off this game, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Exactly. Because even all the people who are bitching about it online are probably still going to buy it because they're going to go, well, I didn't pirate it because I'm not a pirate and I can't have an opinion if I don't play it, though. I got yeah. to pay $60 to, to have an opinion. Like, Yeah. So yeah. Uh, is that everything? I assume you played some... Oh, you you canceled World of War, World of Warcraft. I canceled my WoW subscription. Now I did You're play the PTR last night, uh, because you don't have to have a sub. And everybody else was like, "Well, we gotta check out the PTR." We checked out the PTR. Uh, there are like two classes that actually have updates that sound cool. Uh, Hunter is not one of them, so I don't give a shit. All right. Uh, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna move on to Connor. What games did you play this week? Uh, did we talk? We uh, talk about that. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like we already did. Oh, yeah, we, we, did. Wait, we, we did some Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, welcome my to brain... the podcast, Nathan. Thank you. My brain stopped working there for a second. We're gonna move on to Reeton. Thinking about that those guy. cans. Reeton, what what games did you play this week? Uh, if I remember correctly, Monday was Martin Luther King Jr. Day. That is correct. So we had the day off. Also, my day. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday. Uh, we had. We had Monday off at my work, and so I streamed for five hours to finally beat the uh, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. 
Hooray! Hooray! Fucking finally, was the ending worth it? No. Um, <laughs> and I didn't. So there are like separate and like it was fine. It was a fine ending. Um, but th- there are some other things you can do that I did not do. Uh, that give you like secret endings. And so I did not do those things. So I did not get those secret endings, and I don't know what they are. Um. And you basically get an A or B choice. You know, you know the end of uh, uh, Dragon Age Origins, how you can basically sacrifice yourself or not sacrifice yourself. I'm sorry, I'm spoiling like a twelve-year-old game now, but yeah, you can. Uh, you have a choice similar to that, uh, but then there are other options depending on paths you have taken uh, that will allow you to bypass those. And I oh, chose so it's one like the end of, or the original ending of Divinity Original Sin. Yeah. Well, yeah. that makes sense. That that makes a lot of sense. So, I uh, I, I chose one of the alternate endings, uh, and I won't spoil it here on the podcast, but there are other things you can do. Uh, you beat Baphomet and Discari, who are two demon lords, throughout the game. And there is a way that I did not do because it would have added on another like five hours of gameplay that I did not want to have but you can re-summon them because I'm sure Connor knows but with a demon lord if you kill them they then just go back to their house and rest for a year and then they can come back Uh, so they don't yeah yeah so they don't really die but if you kill them again within that year they're permanently dead and so after you defeat them, you can re-summon them through special methods and, and kill them again. And if you kill them again, then you get a, a secret ending. And uh, yeah, I did not do that. Uh, and then there were other things, like I let, the, I let somebody die who I probably could have saved, uh, and that probably changed the ending. There were just a lot of things that... How do you get the secret dog ending? Yeah. I don't. I'm not sure about that. Uh, I know that as a druid, I can turn into a puppy, so that's pretty cool. The secret anyway. dog ending was the friends we made along the way. Yeah. So <laughs> I I beat the game. It was 135 hours of pretty long. Re- well, of recorded game time on my save file. That does not count the times where I died and had to reload. So probably like 145 hours. That so does that mean chunk of your life? Yeah. So does that mean, like, by the standard of like Twitter people, that uh, the game should be worth somewhere around one hundred and fifty dollars? I mean, yes. Uh, no, it, I think that it's a good. I think it's a good game. I don't. I, I think it's forty bucks. So it's a, at least that's what I paid for it. So I, wow, I definitely what a bargain. got my. I definitely got my money's worth out of it, and I wouldn't say it's a bad game. It's a it's a very good game, especially if you like Pathfinder. So I I enjoyed it, and uh, is it, is it on anything other than PC? As I think it will eventually come out to consoles. I don't think it's out on consoles yet, though. I thought it was on consoles already. I'm sure Aroa can look that up. Anyway, it's a good game. Uh, Guess it won't matter play. soon. We'll all have Steam decks. Yeah, it doesn't, I know, right? doesn't matter anymore. Anyway, we're gonna. Uh, I also so that's what I did Monday afternoon. Then I took a couple hours, and I streamed again at 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., my normal time, and streamed some more Temtem. Good game. 
it's Pokemon. And uh, I caught some new Pokemon. I'm sorry, Temtems. And I tried... So after you defeat a, one of the, the dojos, is what they call them. After you beat one of the dojos, a week later, every week, you can re-challenge that dojo uh, and get, like, special rewards and stuff. However, they are, uh, they, they're, like, competitive mode, and so they're way harder than you you previously fought and they they like will you select it's like a jury thing where you select which pokemon you want to keep uh, or they like they'll be like okay you can't use that pokemon and you'll be like you can't use this pokemon and you make your team up like that and uh i got obliterated and uh, decided to just move on with the story and one of the people in my chat was like yeah you don't want to do those battles until like you're way higher level and have some kind of overpowered Pokemon or Temtem. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Uh, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I don't know if I'm going to beat this game, but it is a game that I was having fun with. I'm probably not going to get to the end or the final quest or anything. But I got Monster Hunter Rise. And it's pretty good. I got it for PC, obviously, because I'm not playing that on the Switch. But it's a it's a good game. Have have either of you got into Monster Hunter at all? No, I, I kind of took a pass on it. I um, I played uh one of the PSP ones. Okay. And hated it. Yep. Um, gotcha. And then I I played a demo of one of the ones or the one on Wii U, and liked it quite a bit more. That was Monster Hunter ultimate try or something like that i have it fuck man there's so many <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah uh the 3ds one i i also liked uh which i think was just kind of like a port of either either it came first or or it was a port of the wii u one I'm i think sure. i think but... that the the 3ds one came first and then the wii u one came out because i think it was Monster Hunter Try on the 3DS, and then Monster Hunter Try Ultimate on the Wii U. Gotcha. I think um, I could be wrong. In, Somebody can correct in me. In any the case, comments. I do think I, I thought those were pretty good, um, and a lot less of a pain in the ass, but still kind of a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. uh, then I then I played Monster Hunter. Is it World? The that's most the new recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now that. That's a good game. Now, Monster That's Hunter good. Rise is very similar to Monster Hunter World. It is... Yeah, it's it's like more of a single-player, like, RPG kind of thing, though, right? Ye well, I mean, you can you can bring in people. Oh. Yeah, no, you're thinking it's... stories. Oh, am I? Mon yeah, there's a, there's a new one that came out last year, so, like Monster Hunter Stories 2, and that's the one Air Fox has been playing. And oh, I thought that, that is Rise was, like... I thought Rise was like the the console centric like casual monster hunter that like is way more story driven and shit. Nope, that's stories. Oh, the the, the one that, that has yeah, Rise is basically like Monster Hunter World, except the whole point of it is that uh, there's verticality to it. So you have these like basically a grappling hook where you can kind of sling your yourself up. Um, and then uh, Ford and stuff. And you can also 
use uh, some techniques to ride on the monsters. And basically what I've done with them is you either can can control the monster and have it fight another monster, or you can just run the monster that you're on into a wall so it hurts itself. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. Uh I would say if you like world, you'll probably like you'll probably like rice. Yeah. Anyway, uh played that Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then on Friday, I was like, man, I, I don't know what to play. And I saw that Spelunky 2 was added to Game Pass. And I am A, very bad at that game, and B, my internet started failing, so I only played it for an hour. So I didn't stream as much as I wanted to this week because my internet decided to be like, all right, we're running great, we're running great. And then like 15 minutes later, it'd be like, up, upload speed sucks. And I wasn't able to upload and dropped a bunch of frames. And you know how it goes. So I think the internet's running fine now. Uh, I know that Connor was uh, watching some of my homemade videos on Plex. Yep, your your homemade videos. Adorable wife and kids you got there, Eaton. Thank you. Anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some news stories. Big news story. We're we're starting with the big one today. Activision is being purchased by uh, by this little company. It's uh, Microsoft. I don't know. Never heard of them. Are they Apparently, some kind of like they one of those like back end conglomerate sort of companies? They just kind of buy whatever. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what they are. now. Now, when I read this number, I I didn't have my glasses on when I like first saw it, and I was like, I must have read that wrong. Um, and and it, it's not quite right. They're rounding up, but Microsoft has acquired Activision, according to this story, for seventy billion dollars. Um, it ends up it was actually sixty eight point seven billion dollars. Oh, well, you know. Yeah, what's well, that's that? some walking around money. <sighs> that is so much money. That is, uh, I seem to remember reading it was actually like, like fifteen or twenty percent higher than Activision's market valuation. Yeah. So, um, I and from what I understand, this is why Bobby Kotick decided not to resign. Uh, with all the allegations oh. and shit. Because that makes a lot of sense because he's going to get a fucking big payoff. He's getting like $300 million out of it. The reward so, for being a scummy person, I guess. I guess. So, uh, Microsoft will take over Activision, uh, Blizzard, and all subsidiary companies, including Beanox, Demonware, Digital Legends, High Moon Studios, Infinity Ward, King, I have never heard of that. Major League Gaming. King makes like every mobile game. Wait, wait, uh, yeah, you know what King is, really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't do mobile every games. Every profitable King, mobile game. King makes more money than Blizzard. That's interesting. It, it's actually um, Activision Blizzard King, if I recall correctly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Major League Gaming, Radical Entertainment, Raven Software, Sledgehammer Games, Toys for Bob, and Treyarch. That's about 10,000 employees, which Microsoft will soon cut to 4,000 employees. Probably. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of money. And of course, um, this has led to some online uh, speculation that like Call of Duty is going to be uh, exclusive, which may happen. 
But right now, Phil Spencer is saying, like, no, come on. Nah. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. He sure didn't say that. Be. He did say he, he had an hour-long call with some Sony executives and basically <laughs> assured them that Call of Duty would remain cross-platform. And, and obviously, any games that are in development right now that have contracts are going to be released yeah. on PlayStation until at least those contracts end. And I would imagine, because they have three studios that work on Call of Duty games, as far as I know. And I would imagine that each of those studios has a contract to release their next game on PlayStation. I figure that the next three games, at least, of Call of Duty, so for the next three or four years, you're going to have those Call of Duty games released on PlayStation, and then after that, we'll see what happens. That's that's what I think is going to happen, but obviously I don't, I'm not privy to all that shit, so that's just speculation. But I do know that Game Pass just got all of the <laughs> Blizzard Activision games. Not Game all Pass, of them. Uh... But they're going Game to. Is, yeah, like... Uh, well, I think... Don't worry, was... guys. World of Warcraft is doing great ever since we connected it to games for PC Live or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Xbox, yeah. I, Everyone's I, got it, an account now. Game for I Windows mean, Live? Honestly, like, there's no way they could make the WoW servers any worse than they already are. Uh, <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> like, uh, and I... Actually, don't. Well, I guess yeah. I say that. I think that WoW might use either they either use AWS or they might have like their own private servers that they run everything. Are AWS? I don't know why I know that, but that does sound right. Uh, I just know that it's not Azure, and I could very much see uh, Microsoft like pushing them to convert everything over to Azure, uh, which I could see that causing. A lot of headaches because and, like yeah it's it's wow and nothing ever works right with that fucking game no and now we have to talk about we we will talk about game pass and i believe aroa uh brought this xbox plus activision slash blizzard slash king that it is activision blizzard king <laughs> like i'm pretty um, sure that's the biggest part of the pie there actually yeah um, and it says here, yada, 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 we got all these studios, we're awesome. Says that the Activision, uh, Blizzard, and Microsoft Game will continue to operate independently until the deal is closed. Obviously, they legally have to. And then it says, upon close, we will offer as many Activision Blizzard games as possible uh, as we can within Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass. Both new titles and games from Activision Blizzard's incredible catalog. We also announced today Game Pass will, uh, now has more than 25 million subscribers. As always, we look forward to continuing to add more value and more great games to Game Pass. So, uh, yeah, they're going to they're gonna try to put everything they can of Activision Blizzard onto Game Pass. And, and most likely what is going to happen with World of Warcraft is... Uh, I would imagine, and again, I could be wrong, because I pay for the $10 Game Pass. I don't pay the, for the Ultimate. 
I would imagine WoW would be wrapped up in the ultimate bundle. I would be surprised if they maintain the same business model that they currently have if they were to roll it into any form of Game Pass. Uh, just because the game already costs $15 a month and it has always cost $15 a month to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Always, yeah. Uh, and so I'm sure that over the last several years that margin has gotten smaller and smaller um, with dwindling subscriber counts. It would be strange to me for them to move that onto Game Pass considering there are a number of signs that Game Pass actually isn't profitable directly for Microsoft. Um, I would see it more likely that they either convert WoW to a free-to-play game with a paid tier that then is part of Game Pass, uh, and then they expand the cash shop substantially, or, uh, or they just leave it the way that it is. Or they make it free-to-play with a tiered thing, and they don't put it in Game Pass. I can see that, too. I would be surprised if they didn't include something in Game Pass with Activision. I I could see them... uh, It's like Blizzard likes to have, like, premium mounts and cosmetic shit. And I could see it being like, if you have Game Pass this month, you get a big, shiny rock mount. It's a shiny rock. It flies around. I I know that like Fallout 76 was a paid game. You bought it uh, and then it was free, but now it's included in Game Pass with all the DLC. Yeah, but that also isn't wow. Like it's not an MMO. It it is. It's more akin to Rust where like I could run a Rust server. If if Fallout 76 had private servers, I could run a Fallout 76 server. They do. Oh yeah, they do. You don't you have to like pay for them? Yeah, it's yep. shit. It's awful. Yeah, they do. That's what I'm um, saying though. Is it like I, I have like run, if they had a dedicated I, server client, yeah. you, you could do that. I have ran a Rust server. I've done yeah. it. Uh, on on cloud it cost. And it's Oh yeah. It's so it worked surprisingly well uh on that piece of shit service. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It, um it has some decent RAM requirements, but it, point being that like the the infrastructure sitting behind WoW is very very complex and uh, requires a lot of horsepower uh, compared to something that uh, is a just just a very basic server client setup yeah. like like seventy six yeah so and. Yeah. Yeah, so Activision Blizzard got bought by Microsoft. Big I look deal, forward uh, to having Diablo Four. Yeah, that would be good. I guess I don't. I don't like many of Activision's games, <laughs> so it like I, means nothing so, to me. I know you want to move on, but I, I want to say that that my big hope is that they slow down the COD releases or pull like a uh, a Halo and make just the dedicated Call of Duty studio that maybe has like three sub teams or something. I All I want is for Raven Software and maybe even Sledgehammer to get pulled off of the Call of Duty mines and be allowed to make their own shit. 
because Raven used to be fucking incredible, and then they just got put on Call of Duty year after year. Yeah, they did. Uh, so I'm I'm hoping that they get to express themselves because the one thing that I have to say to benefit Microsoft is that they do tend to treat their creative teams a hell of a lot better than what Activision has over the years. Certainly couldn't yeah. be much worse. Exactly. I know. I Yeah, Activision's like, hey, you guys make some great games. And they're like, yeah, thanks. Call of Duty. Hey, oh, yeah. you guys make some great games. We love you. We're going to buy you. All right, great. Call of Duty. <laughs> if you're working at any of those, like, 20 companies that were listed earlier, like, anywhere on their development IP teams, I would actually be doing a big sigh of relief unless I was in the management team. Oh, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I Y'all mean... are fucked. <laughs> there, there was an article recently that was that I don't know how it came up, but uh, that like the guy who created the Xbox, they almost fired him because he made a masturbation joke once. What? I mean, that Which, doesn't surprise me, but what? But like th- that just shows like the difference in culture between Microsoft and Activision, where like women are routinely harassed in their cubicles at Activision and don't compare video games to jerking off or we'll fire you at Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, that I I I completely understand. And I tend to lean more towards the Microsoft model, like just don't don't do or say anything that might get us <laughs> in trouble. Like I, I I think that depending on the context, that might have been a little far for them to to threaten to fire him over it. But uh, I also don't know the full context. Is in read the entire article. Yeah, but I, and and I understand. Also, that. Jesus fucking Christ, Activision has just the worst fucking company culture. Like, it's bad. Um, it's really, really bad. It's really and hopefully bad. That will not be a problem soon. Yeah, I was just not surprised uh, when Bill Spencer, whatever the fuck his name is, said that they were Phil Spencer. Yeah, when he said that they were reevaluating how they do business with Activision, I wasn't expecting them to just buy it. <laughs> That's true. It's it's like it's like the opposite of what happened with uh with Mixer in 2020 yeah, i was gonna say right. last year but uh but they're like it's been a while yeah they were like having some like a bunch of shit came out where there was some discrimination and harassment yada 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 and then like three days later they're like oh we're selling off to facebook and they're like what <laughs> yeah we're selling to facebook see ya like <laughs> microsoft uh, was like oh we still we we really like being able to have call of duty on our on our console and on our platform but ooh, i don't want to do business with them just, just buy the whole fucking thing just buy the whole fucking company you know what <laughs> they did they did <laughs> they they for 70 billion dollars or so uh that's a lot of money anyway uh i can't wait on? for sony to buy square enix i you know i was thinking about that i would, I would not be surprised about that yeah anyway we're gonna move on we're gonna talk about Square Enix, actually. <laughs> um, this is this is a great story. Uh, they were having a government meeting. In the, so it says here, and I'll just read the article from Kotaku. Italian lawmakers who gathered uh, 
earlier this week for a discussion of data transparency in political decision making got more than they bargained for when somebody started playing a C CGI video of Final Fantasy VII's Tifa Lockhart having sex in the middle of the digital proceedings. The hentai went live just as the Zoom call was introducing Giorgio Parisi, one of last year's Nobel uh, Prize winners in physics. What ensued was the longest 30 seconds anyone present has ever experienced. <laughs> and I, I, I watched the video of, and they're just like, they're talking, and then it just cuts to Tifa Lockhart for about 30 seconds, and nobody like cuts, cuts it off. Nobody in control is like, oh, I need to kick. No, they just let it go for a while. Uh, and of course, it's been edited out of the official VOD for the event. <laughs> That's uh, probably but, appropriate. But you can view uh, the Zoom fails and remains circulating online in the following thread, which is followed by a, a Twitter thing that a row can't see. Can't Twitter's, see it. With I can see the blocked. text. Nothing else. Yep. So you guys want to look at uh, some uh, Final Fantasy VII porn? You got to go to Twitter. Yeah, apparently. So that was uh, that was pretty that was pretty great, and obviously nothing nothing's gonna happen out of this. But I just thought it was funny to report on, and I want to congratulate Oroa for getting into that Zoom call. It's <laughs> pretty funny. Um. Okay, now we're gonna talk about some depressing news. Very depressing news. Uh, good news, they're releasing a new affordable graphics card. Wow. The bad news... Sure are. It's a GeForce GT 1010. They sure are. It is... <laughs> like, they came out... What? When did this come out? Like, 2015 is when the the... 10 series came out, right? Really? It was like 15 or 16. Like, it was a long time ago. Is my graphics card that old? Let I know me, mine's getting there. Let me see. Uh, GeForce, let's see. 1080 Ti release date. The release the date. TI. The Ti was, uh, was 2017. 2016. Uh, it was 2016. 2016, 2016 yeah. Yeah, I, that's why it's, I, you know. May, yeah, May 27, 2016. Oh yeah, I said God. 15 or 16. So, oh. it came out six years ago. Oh, God. And they are now releasing another new card called the GeForce GT 1010. So, not even, not even re-releasing like the 1080 or a 1070 or something just to keep up with demand. No, they're releasing a 1010 which is going to be a budget, a very budget version, which are typically used to just throw into a computer so that it has, like, DisplayPort out. That's, that's what you do with those graphics cards. You don't put them in there to play games with. Um, so, it says here that it has something, something, something. Um, no, go back. Why did you click on that? I did not want to click on that. I just want to see what the specs are. 256 shader cores and 2 gigs of GDDR5 memory. 
I mean, at least it's got GDDR5, and it has two gigs, which su- surprises me, actually. I thought it was going to be one gig. but uh, And it uh, has a CUDA score of 7,730. Okay. And what can we compare uh, that to? Well, they compare it to the 3070. Um, okay. Which is why a little unfair. Yeah, uh, I would compare it to like the ten thirty, which was which would make sense. But right, uh, what is what what does the thirty seventy have for the CUDA score? Um, it is, it is a lot. <laughs> What's a lot? It it doesn't actually say in this article, and I'm trying to look up the ten eighty one. Uh, but apparently the the ten ten is five percent of that. Oh, okay. So you times seven thousand by twenty, and you get your answer. So one hundred and forty thousand for the CUDA score. <laughs> so yeah, that that sounds about right. I don't actually know where they get this. What is this score coming from? CUDA score. Yeah, so it says says here the GT ten ten was not or wasn't designed for gaming. Oh, Nvidia's GT lineup has always been focused on hardware acceleration for basic tax, tasks on low end machines. It can also provide a plethora of additional uh, display outputs for multi monitor setups. But here's the thing: my my GPU uh, has a fifty one thousand score. Okay, so yours is eight. Mine's times a ten eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to for me, from what I understand, the new APUs from AMD could probably outperform this. Like um, just just getting the APU and putting it in a system is going to perform better than a GT ten. A a seven sixty performs better uh by by a notable margin. And that released 10 years ago? Uh, the 10? 660 outperforms it by about 700 points. Uh, yeah, so don't... It's about on par with a GTX 650 Ti boost. <laughs> um, the only thing is I don't think that they make drivers for the 600 series. Or they're going <laughs> to true. end them soon. They're going to end it no, soon. They are, they are ended already. Okay. Uh, the 700 series actually just got dropped uh, okay. recently. I think the 6 so. and 700 series were the same drivers. Oh, maybe so. Maybe so they so. probably got dropped at the same time. But don't, don't get the 1010. It sounds like, like even for like, oh, I need to put this in the computer for work. No, don't do it. Just it's bad. I'm it's not supporting sure bad. who this is for. Um, most likely in, in what it's going to be for is very low end computer systems, uh, sold by like Dell or something like that. Just, but like, even then the integrated graphics on even like the Pentium series is going to be good enough for this, for, for those purposes. It's going to be better than this. Like, I am kind of shocked they they never released a 1610 
right? They never released a, they haven't released any low end 2000 series cards. Cause I don't think there's a 2050. I don't think there's a 2050. Like, and... is it, is it just that, like, is it just for like stock holders? I, I think it's for stock so that people can get something in their systems, but even then it's it's a bad uh, idea. Like like is it a is it a stopgap measure to like make people not not for like consumers necessarily, but just so that they have something on the market so yeah. that like stockholders can go, oh well they're still putting out products at least. Yeah, like, that's probably part of it. And I I don't know. It sounds like a terrible idea to release a six-year-old or a graphic card on a six-year-old system. Based, or, or Just a little bit. It's silly. It's silly. I, they could have released, like, started making more 1030s or, or 1050. Like, a 1030 is cheap enough as it is or should be cheap enough as it is. I don't know what a 1030 costs now. Like $7,000, I assume, is what a 1030 costs. So maybe the 1010 makes sense. Oh, Fucking hold on. Actually, uh, give me give me like five seconds. Okay. Uh, I can tell you. You can tell see. me. Is this it? Is this the one? Oh, no, sorry. I... Uh, somebody like was asking me about building a computer recently and they sent me uh, their build that they had come up with and it was like a super low end thing and I thought that it was a 1030 uh, but it was still like several hundred dollars uh, but no it's a 3060 and it I was helped, like 700 dollars I helped my friend with that and uh, apparently I told him to get the wrong case because I did not realize that he has like a behemoth of a graphics card should have used PC Park Picker. We did, but it the, didn't warn you. Well, he he did not put his graphics card with the case because he already had the graphics card. Oh, you you had fucking yeah. done that. Yeah, yeah and you, and you had to check these things. We have the same graphics card. We both had ten seventies, but he must have a just a bigger version of it because my card would have fit in there. But apparently his is just a bit too big. So. You got one one of those OEM cards that uh, has like three fans on it. Some like it's it's mm-hmm. it's Connor. It's Connor. We're talking about Connor. It's me. Yeah. Oh. And yes, that, that's exactly what the case is. Just the uh, case. <laughs> you got a you got a Dremel. Yeah, I do. Just Dremel out the side of the case. Yeah, I I thought about it. What I might do is buy a riser that allows me to mount this thing horizontally instead of vertically, like, flush with everything else. Just make sure it's going to get enough airflow. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. Um, Or use the Dremel to drill a bunch of holes in the case so that it does have enough airflow. I'm looking at it right now as we're talking about it. And it's like, just get, like, uh, so if you do that, then get, 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 like, some screen, like, replacement screen for a screen door. Yeah. And put that over attack as a filter for the holes. And you got a dust filter. I think there is a more correct answer to this than dremeling the case. And Look, if that means for a temper- I got a dremel for Christmas and all I could think about is things to use the dremel for. <laughs> so he will drive to your house and dremel your case while you're asleep. It's okay. I'm off oh, tomorrow. No. I'll fucking do it. <laughs> Don't come to my house. 
<laughs> I will no, find I, you. I, there's, there's and I will the... dremel your computer case. I, I suggest you not do it. I'm going to get back here and the tempered glass is just going to be like Aroa was here scratched into it. <laughs> so looking at it but right I now. I go slow. It wouldn't shatter. Looking at it right now, I don't think the vertical mount will work unless it gives me more space. Because the real issue is is just where the card plugs into the CPU. And it, it, it unless it's going through the fan, it's not going to work. If I could just get that uh, closer. Which... fan. <laughs> I'm not going to tremble the fan. <laughs> Either I mean, removing the grill or getting a vertical mount is going to probably be my solution. And I'm not in a hurry to find out. Yeah. I told him Put to the just fan use... on the outside. I told him to... Yeah, I told him to just use a riser and uh, just have it laying down on the desk or something. I mean, I... <laughs> I want to at least put it in the case. I have fans and shit in here for a reason. Just, ah, do, be fine. just do what I did whenever I bought a small form factor case, but didn't realize I needed a small form factor power supply and just have the power, have it sitting off to the side on your desk. Yeah. Yeah, it works. It'll be fine. It's <laughs> fine. Be fine. I have anyway, more class than that. We're going to move, we're going to move on to our next, uh, our next story. And, uh, it's a sad one. Another sad one that I'm sure oh, is dear to all of our hearts. Is no. that YouTube Originals is dead. Good. That that thing nobody gave a shit about is it dead. It sure was. You know what uh, was fucking weird though? What's that? After after I read this article and like I said out loud to my wife, oh hey, YouTube Originals is finally dead, to which she said, What the fuck was YouTube Originals? Um and I and I Said it was the thing that uh, that scare PewDiePie show was on before he said the N word. Yeah. Uh, so I, after I said that, I went on to YouTube on my phone and then I got recommended three different YouTube original shows. That's so funny. That's the Google products work. They're listening to you, man. Uh, I didn't like it. I, I don't like it either. They, so it's the scare PewDiePie, uh, one I remember. I believe, and I could be wrong, this might have been a YouTube Red thing. Uh, the same thing. Was, was uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah, that was a thing. Also, but apparently now, Vsauce did some stuff for him. I was pretty sure it was going to die uh, about a month ago when I was just browsing through Netflix. I don't watch Netflix often, but I still have the service. And I was browsing through it, and I saw that Cobra Kai was now on Netflix, and I was like, oh. Mm. I, so I thought they were already dead. But apparently not. But yes, Cobra Kai oh. is already on Netflix, which means... which I, I, I was like, yeah, they're, they're not going to be long for this world if their original shows are going elsewhere already. What were you going to say? Yeah, uh, it says here in the article, YouTube Originals, more successful products... Her projects have already moved on to other video service with Netflix picking up Cobra Kai for seasons three and four. Yeah, that makes sense. And and one, two, three, one, two, and three are already on Netflix. Um yeah. what other what other programs did they have? I think I think they had like because they started out um and it was just like it was YouTube, but like the best youtube creators making more high quality content and that was why they did like it's 
PewDiePie, but like it's kind of pseudo scripted and it's Vsauce, but with higher production values. And uh, I think they had like a thing with the, with the slow-mo guys or something. Um, I started out doing that and then it kind of turned into doing like actual original content that no one fucking watched, like whatever the hell Cobra Kai is. Oh, Cobra Kai is a continuation of Karate Kid. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's a it's a uh a TV show that continues on with Ra- uh Ralph Macchio. I forget his name. The guy who plays uh the kid in the first Karate Kid movie and the guy who played the villain in the first Karate Kid movie is also in it. And the guy who played Karate Kid's like a big like you know, kind of hometown celebrity. He works at a car dealership and the villain is kind of run down and an alcoholic. And, uh, anyway, so I've only seen the first season and it was way better than it had any right to be (laughs) because it's a fucking karate kid TV show, but it's, but it's actually pretty good. Um, I guess it ended up on Netflix for a reason. I I have to say, Probably the best YouTube original uh, was was Cobra Kai, and it's a low uh, bar. It's a low bar, very low, but it wasn't. It I mean, wasn't it's better terrible. than Scare PewDiePie. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I thought I was like, oh man, this is definitely gonna go to PewDiePie. Oh wow, they have karate. <laughs> they can still move. <laughs> they they're not just like fifty year old guys going like, oh my knee. <laughs> it's it's not terribly surprising. Yeah. That uh that this failed though. Because oh. like you already have you already have other platforms that have been slowly building up uh that did or that do what YouTube originals originally had set out to do. Uh because you have uh is it Nebula? Is yeah, that the Nebula, one? uh Curiosity Stream, Nebula, yeah. Yeah. Uh where you have co- YouTube content creators that uh have their own premium service where you can get higher quality content that that is not just all the garbage on YouTube uh, and it's very cheap. Yeah. And by comparison, you know, if you were paying $12 a month for YouTube premium or 18 in my case because I have the family plan uh like and and if you were doing that for YouTube originals, you were massively getting ripped off. Well, uh, and and the the big thing I think is when you have a product like YouTube that for however long it's been around, almost 20 years now, 18 years, something like that, and it's free. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, hey, pay us money so you can get more content. People are going to be like, but it's free. Right. I don't want to I don't want to pay money for something that should be free. And it's hard to push past that. So yep. if you offer something especially for free, yeah. Especially if you can't offer something compelling. Yeah. I mean uh you know as I I I said Cobra Kai was way better than it should have been, but is that enough to make somebody pay $10 a month? Probably not. Or $12 a month as a word now. As it turns out, is, the answer was no. Is is a twelve year old 
who really likes watching PewDiePie videos <laughs> going to fork over $12 a month to watch scare, scare PewDiePie? Probably not. Is somebody over the age of 16 going to watch PewDiePie? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> so you're, you're not, that market just isn't there for you. And like, I don't know why. Maybe, maybe it's, it's, it's a weird thing, but it's a lot easier. Like if, if, you know, there's a kid and a parent and the kid and the parent go to the store and they're like, Ooh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, buy me that. The, the parent might buy it for the kid to shut them up or whatever. But saying, Hey, I really want to watch PewDiePie. Can you pay $12 a month for me to have PewDiePie so I could watch this scare PewDiePie thing? It's going to be less compelling for the parent to be like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to fork out $12 a month for this thing that you already watch for free for three hours a day. And doesn't make sense. You know, I didn't I didn't even think about it until just now. Uh, but I was I was uh, thinking about Markiplier because I think his first large scale project was a YouTube original. Um, but then later on. Uh, he did another one of those and it was still funded by YouTube, but you had to subscribe to like, like you had to do the, the like join the member thing. You had to be yeah, a member. You, you, yeah. You pay for the membership. I think it's like five yeah. bucks a month or something. Yeah. And that, 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 that made me realize, oh, that's probably like the major reason that they stopped pour, pouring money into the YouTube originals program is that if they wanted to do something like this, they could just put it behind a membership to an individual channel and then get even more money out of it because people are going to be way more likely to want to support an individual's channel than just throw money into this big bucket and hope that something good comes out of it. Like the, the and like for me, I pay for YouTube premium because I don't want to watch ads on YouTube, but I still want to support the people that I watch. Yeah. Like I, I just, I hate ads that much that I'm willing to pay nearly $20 a month because literally the only thing I watch is YouTube and Twitch and like Twitch, you get one pre-roll ad. And then like, if the, the streamer runs an ad break, then you get a couple of ads then. I, but like, I run exclusively ads on my Twitch. <laughs> I just am constantly pressing that button over and over, every minute. Just a new button. Probably more <laughs> engaging than watching you play a 150 hour RPG, but big brain. Uh, yeah. To, uh, fuck yourself. Aroa. <laughs> Everyone should come to my stream where I'm playing a 20 year old game on the dreamcast with jump scares. With jump scares, and sometimes the graphics fuck up, and half of the visuals don't render. Good. Why is that? You are you playing on instead... an emulator? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't have a. You think I'm going to pay 150 dollars for a GD ROM thing? Whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just burned the game I'm going onto a to. disc. I'm, I'm are, going are to. It's yeah. so cool. And what about the uh, the HDMI out? That yeah, that's that's the main reason that I haven't is because I don't. I'd also have to get an HDMI mod. Like I can use, I've got the thing, uh, whatever the hell it's called, the RetroTink. Yeah, yeah, I got uh, RetroTink. Yeah, but if I can get native HDMI out, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be great. But anyway, also, Dreamcast emulation is really good. It is. It is yeah. really good. 
What were you saying, uh, Connor? Oh, the moment is much too far now, but I was going to say, or you could go to my stream where I paint. You know, it's exciting watching paint dry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The one thing I did want to bring up before the end of the episode, uh, it's not something we're talking about, but you brought up emulators. Uh, The PlayStation 2 emulator, PCSX2, uh, Mm -hmm. the dev build, or the, uh, the beta build right now, has Vulcan. Oh, did they finally add Vulcan API? And it doesn't work as well as the current (laughs) API. Well, people are going to work on it. It's in beta. It's working. (laughs) They're working on it. It's just the pause. (laughs) Make it sound like that was the end of the sentence. It it doesn't work. (laughs) So uh, watch anime. It's broke. (laughs) Uh, No, so it doesn't work as well as the current API. Uh, DirectX 11, I think, is what they use. But yeah. it does, or OpenGL, uh, but they're Another working one. on it. They're working on it, and it is going to hopefully make it run better once everything is tweaked. So Vulcan API that is will, coming. That will be a bigger deal for the uh, retro Arch core, yeah. uh, lib retro core rather, uh, because PCSX2 is now officially going to have a well, it has a lib retro core, uh, but it only works like in a, in a very limited capacity like it works on on other platforms but it is primarily windows because it on on other platforms has to use OpenGL, and the OpenGL thing isn't as good and definitely not as good on like uh on max right because yeah yeah uh mac uh, like they stopped OpenGL development on mac years ago because they wanted to do metal or something like that but yeah anyway. yeah and Apple's that failed miserably. Got their own. Yeah, metal. Metal is Apple's uh, DirectX, basically. Yeah. Anyway, we are done with the podcast for the day. I have to go turn in cans because apparently eight can or eight bags of cans on the back porch isn't a good thing. So I yeah, have you to go. go get that twenty bucks. Uh, it's ten cents a can in Oregon, so I'm probably gonna get like fifty or sixty. Wait, wait, Damn. what? Yeah, it's ten cents a can in Oregon. That's good. What you get money just you're not oh. just recycling the aluminum? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You you deposit the can. So the way you do it is is when you purchase a soda, you pay a deposit on that soda, like on a can of soda, and then you recycle it and you get that money back. Uh, what but the it also fuck? it also works for food stamps. So the deposit is taken out of the food stamps, so you can get money back. So if you're on food stamps, that's a way that you can like get some money back from your from uh it's a way you can launder money. Soda. Yeah. Uh not really. I mean it's ten you're you're still paying like, you know, a dollar for a soda and only getting ten cents back for it. But <laughs> you go to um, Walmart with like a million dollars in fake money. <laughs> just buy out all their soda. Well, no, people because there are some states that like obviously the state you live in doesn't do uh can deposit so you don't get money back and uh then there there are people who will get truckloads of cans and drive <laughs> from a state that doesn't have can deposit to a state that does have can deposit and like every year there's a few people that just get busted for it because they're that's illegal to cross so state lines and do that. yeah because <laughs> Because you, you like, if I go I mean, and I buy... That, that is bullshit. Like, you shouldn't do is. that. Yeah, it, it's funny. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, one way that they 
do uh they ma- they make money for like field trips and stuff for like boys choir <laughs> is that they go house to house and say hey do you have any cans that we can turn in and then somebody gives you you know a trash bag full of cans and you turn them in uh when i was in high school we did about six hundred dollars in a day um, i love the idea of like <laughs> somebody's driving across the state line they get pulled over by an oregon cop and then they see a bunch of cans in the back of their truck they're like what you doing with them cans boy <laughs> it's drugs i swear it's drugs <laughs> you ain't planning on recycling them cans are you nope we're gonna smoke out of them I, it's genuine paraphernalia officer <laughs> It's usually not like you have a couple can like people will literally have just a like their entire back full of cans. It's like, um, semi truck. Yeah, they go through a load uh, or a weight station, and then they open it up, and it's just full of aluminum cans. They spill everywhere. I swear, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. So. I, I forgot that not every state does that. Yeah, I was so confused. I was like, <laughs> like, Wait, what? what? No, you bring them to the recycling facility, you get like a penny per can, maybe. Like, nope, you get 10 cents a can, baby. Uh, so I'm going to go make some money. I will be back next week. Thank you for being here, Aroa and uh, Connor. I'll probably be here. Uh, Bye. Goodbye. Bye.